For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. in everybody the water is great it's our last show of july 2021 yes can you believe it oh, time flies when your conference is going to bluey anyways welcome back in thanks for listening appreciate you spending some time with me glad we can go on this crazy roller coaster ride that is kansas basketball jonas nordman Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Here's what I believe. Got some more fun stuff to talk about today. You know, it's we're inching into August, which means we're sort of inching back into kids going back to school. The weather getting even warmer and worse. I think I. Went on enough of a diatribe about that last week, but regardless, I always feel like you make it through July, the true summer months, and then August hits, and it's it's even worse. And you say, what, what's the deal here? Back in school for some people. I know KU usually goes back in August. Shouldn't be like this. Regardless. What's on the docket for today? Sort of going to just be a stream of consciousness, if you will. Uh, more of a news and notes kind of day. Yeah, there's still conference talk. We'll probably dive more into it as the weeks go on. I should probably get Mike Vernon on the show, TBH. He's throwing out his hearings. He's got his finger on the pulse. I'm getting reports. I've got people saying, you know, there's posts on forums that look like they're probably from him. (laughs) And they probably are because it's the same stuff that he's tweeting. He's on top of it. Conference realignment seems to be here. You know, Texas and Oklahoma. Well, we'll get to in a second. There's a lot that I want to get to. Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. Believe podcast network. Jonas Nordman. Going to talk about a new player. Going to talk about Bill Self real quickly. Going to talk about something that I talked about already. That, hmm, maybe this show has a bit more power than we realized. Or maybe I'm just fooling myself. Both of them could be very viable options. Yes, I will talk about Texas and Oklahoma. It'll either be informative, insightful, talk about the future, or by that point, who knows? I might just be super pissed off and rip on Texas and Oklahoma. 
I don't even know how it's going to go. You might want to stick around until then. It's going to be fun. And then I'm going to reflect. You know, this Thursday is a big moment for a lot of young basketball players' lives. And I'm going to reflect on one of my favorites and what the future holds for him, potentially. Probably can put two and two together on that one. Anywho, let's get right into it. This is not really a story per se, but over the last few weeks, I, I have been wondering, you know, where where's Remy Martin been? <laughs> now, again, nothing really too shocking. Keep in mind, July 7th was the date for players to announce one way or another if they were going to stay in the NBA draft. He went a few days before the deadline. So in essence, he just decided that he's going to be staying in school earlier this month. But, you know, guys were moving in. I wanted to see <laughs> I wanted to see that it was real. I wanted to see Remy Martin in a Kansas uniform or in Kansas sweats. I wanted to see him on cam- on campus. You know, it's a player that you watch in a different conference. It's a player you've seen play KU a few times. And I know he committed. And I know that he's not really going anywhere. But, you know, Jalen Wilson, Oche Abaji, two other guys that were also in the draft process, made their way to the Kansas basketball dormitory. Jalen Wilson did a sweet TikTok video about how awesome that dorm is for the basketball players. I think House of Highlights caught it, the famous Instagram account. So they're there. But then again, they didn't have to move their entire lives from Tempe, Arizona, wherever Remy was staying at the time. Maybe he moved out of Tempe already, knew he wasn't coming back because Bobby Hurley is a pain in the butt, the head coach at Arizona State. But it finally happened. Remy Martin is on campus. He is officially a Jayhawk. And this is old news. Like some of the news that I'm about to come at you with is from last week. And that's because everything got caught up in the conference realignment stuff, right? So July 23rd is when Kansas basketball Twitter at KU Hoops, who is a corny account. But, you know, I'm referencing them. They posted the video. Remy moved in. He met a couple stiff Basketball managers, it looked like. They might have even been players because I still don't recognize these guys. Hey, how are you, Remy? Let me give you a high five. Nice to meet you, bro. And Remy Martin is moved in. He's on campus. So, phew, glad to see that. Excited to watch him play. Here's the thing you're going to notice first and foremost about Remy Martin. It's not his three-point stroke. It's not his leadership. It's not his defensive tenacity. He, he looks intense. Even just walking into a dormitory, even just meeting his new dudes. He's got, I, this is not, I'm not, I'm not like fawning over him. I swear to God, but he has like piercing eyes and he looks like he's taking every moment of life really intensely. I don't know if that's just his face. I don't know if he's, Truly a jovial guy, or if this guy's just a dog, we'll see. <laughs> Let me know what you think when next time you see a picture of Remy Martin. Be careful when you Google that. You know, you got to be very specific. 
Remy Martin basketball. It's, you know, there's other confusions. There's the drink, right? So you got to be specific. Although my favorite part of the video of Remy Martin moving in is his father, father figure, male role model. I, you know, I don't want to put a label on because I didn't read or there's no, uh, there's no cry on on the screen, which is, you know, the, the words at the bottom, sort of the, the label saying who could be speaking. But it, it, it appears to be a male father figure with a, a woman father figure or a, a maternal figure. Excuse me. And my, my favorite part is that he's just so classic basketball dad. Big reflective aviator glasses, a Michael Jordan T-shirt that's a few sizes too big. And here in our Lord's year 2021, still rocking that Bluetooth earpiece. <laughs> Check out the video, July 23rd at KU Hoops. Remy moves in, and there's a guy with a Bluetooth earpiece that just screams, you know, I went to watch my son at AAU tournaments all the time, and I still got to make calls. I still got to have business while having my hands free. <laughs> I'm just looking at him right now. It's so stereotypical. AAU dad. It's great. Welcome to the family, Remy. Or as uh, Kansas basketball says, welcome to the fam. God, they're so corny. All right, moving on. Some less than ideal news. It actually came out the same day as Remy Martin moving in, which isn't news. Um, just something that I was like 1% worried about. Regardless, uh, Bill Self, I don't know if you saw this, uh, tested positive for coronavirus, COVID-19, and he is currently in isolation. So I'm recording this actually Wednesday, July 28th. So this was five days ago. Uh, he had been traveling around. He had been on the recruiting trail. He'd been taking in a lot of these AAU tournaments. And then he po uh, tested positive. He said he is vaxxed. And he seems to be doing well. And uh, best best wishes to Bill Self. You know, for those of you who are now sitting there saying, I, I can't imagine the people that listen to the show at this point. I think people really know where I'm at. But if you're unvaccinated and you're like, well, what's the difference? Well, considering his age and let's just say his, his weight distribution. You know, the vaccination is essentially the difference between him being okay and in isolation and not on a ventilator, you know? So I don't know what the deal is with people. There's a real lack of empathy for your fellow man out there. But, you know, I'm, I'm sick of wearing the masks. I know you are. So, like, do something about it. Jesus. Anyway, best wishes to Bill Self. If you're sitting there bored... <laughs> Don't have much to do, which, you know, when you're Bill Self and you're the head coach of Kansas basketball, and you've got an NCAA investigation looming over you, and you've got a recruit, and you've got a essentially a brand new team to, to integrate with half of a new roster. So I'm sure he's sitting there bored. Hit your boy up. Come on to talk. Let's talk some KU hoops. I can throw out some softballs to you. Don't worry. So what do you think of the team, Bill? All right. So that's sort of the news and notes from last week. Um, I want to move on to one more thing that also came out last week. 
that was tweeted by Mike Vernon on July 22nd. I find this interesting for a variety of reasons. I wasn't going to mention this, and then it popped in my head. And I did a little bit more digging, and I found something else that was interesting about it. So literally, one week after I posted the episode about what's going on with the Kansas assistant coaches, like what's going on with the coaching staff, one week later, Mike Vernon, he tweets, and again, he has, he's verified his blue check mark, but he's not really in the journalistic world anymore. He essentially does this for fun, but he's got sources. He has a journalistic degree. Well, the, the degree is not what I was getting at. He's got a background. He's worked for viable, respected newspapers before, before he pivoted with his career. So he doesn't just throw stuff out there. It's got to be verified. He's not a shock and awe kind of guy. So one week later, seven days after I posted the episode about Jeremy Case and everything with Kansas basketball coaching, Mike tweeted, Jeremy Case to take over assistant coach for Kansas basketball, and he's going to fill in Jaron Howard's position. So that was a week ago. My first thought was, <laughs> you sneaky dogs over there in Lawrence, you're listening. I know you are. You know I've got my pulse, or my finger on the pulse of Kansas athletics and the fans. Come on, Travis Goff, come talk to your boy. You and Bill Self, we can do a duo. That was my first thought, because I'm narcissistic. Um, But then, as I was setting this up and writing down my notes and doing the research for today, I I went and wanted to read and look at the actual announcements, and they still have not actually officially announced this. (laughs) <laughs> and that, I swear, this is not me ragging on Mike's reporting or anything, because I, I, I fully believe that he heard this and that this is what they're planning. But again, what is going on? I don't know if it's the conference realignment and Travis Goff, the AD, was setting up the contract, working on Jeremy Case, and then boom, blindsided Texas, Oklahoma. and said, Jeremy, you'll have to wait. Or, you know, it's just such a weird situation. I went to the Kansas basketball roster. He's still listed as the interim assistant coach. Buyer's remorse. Second thoughts. Better name popped up. I don't know. I just find it really intriguing. And I I bring it to your attention because I just feel like it's something that should be out there. And also, I want to see again if if Kansas Athletics is listening. I'm telling you, I don't know if you remember the episode where I essentially ragged on KU Athletics in the ticket office after the Creighton game and that it was a travesty on how many Creighton fans were there. That was one of my most listened to episodes ever. Eric Chenoweth, number one, as it should be. But dare I say that 
that episode, I think, had the most downloads or listens or whatever. So either all of you guys out there, my favorite fans, were passing around and people were passing around even more, or I, I believe they listened to it. Again, that might be narcissistic and short-sighted. And again, here we are, talked about it last week, and now we've got floatings of that they are officially going to take over, that Jeremy Case is going to take over. Right after we, we ripped on him. They were doing nothing. There was nothing happening. Jaron Howard took the position in, in April. I'm not saying anything. But also, you know, I think you're picking up what I'm throwing down. What I'm throwing down is the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network, Jonas Nordman. Here we go. This isn't going away. Oklahoma, Texas. They formally notify the SEC of membership requests for 2025. So first and foremost, FU2, OU in Texas. Glad that's out of the way. Um, secondly, and I, and I say that because they are the instigators, right? I know I spent a good portion of the episode last week saying, if you're Kansas, go to the Big Ten, plug your ears with money, yada, yada, yada. Screw K-State. But that's reactionary, you know? That's moving off of what Texas and Oklahoma are doing. Again, I'm pro Big 12. I love the Big 12. My favorite conferences are the Pac-10 in the old days. That's just because I grew up in, in this world. You know, I understand the beauties and the intricacies of the Pac-10. Pac-12 is whatever. Then the Big 12. Like the actual Big 12. The Conference of the Plains in a lot of Texas. But it's dead. It's dying. OU and Texas are trying to leave. The media rights. I believe I read that the media rights and the, and the networks can say, once Oklahoma and Texas leave, oh, you know, you're losing your most valuable assets here. We can actually adjust how much we're paying you. And if that's the case, then yeah, you got to leave this conference. It's quite literally going to be losing value, monetary value. Thirdly, what a weird situation that Oklahoma and Texas or any school waltzes up to a conference and says, invite us. Hey, psst, invite us. Hey, cutie. It's not the conference. It's not the SEC that reached out. Maybe it was. But that's not the way it's being portrayed. The way that we are looking at it from our perspective, it was not the SEC that said, hey, Texas and Oklahoma, come join us at this table. This table just means more. It's, <laughs> it's the two schools essentially, you know, they're digging their own grave because they ruined their relationship with the Big 12. And now they say, We'd love to join your conference. Would you invite us? What happens if they don't? What happens if the SEC schools say, no, thank you? I know that's probably not going to happen because adding those two football powerhouses 
will turn the SEC into a football juggernaut. But Texas A&M, Texas A&M ain't going to vote for them. I believe it's reported that Missouri is not going to vote for them. Oh, and by the way, I don't know how much of a wrench this is going to throw into it, but Missouri's athletic director is stepping down. He will step down once they name his replacement, but they're in a moment of transition. That may or may not affect how things go with this Oklahoma-Texas situation, but something to keep an eye on, right? And to the departing Missouri AD, screw you. To the incoming Missouri athletic director, I hope you're terrible. (laughs) Anywho. So that's that. Texas and Oklahoma say they will not renew the Big 12 media rights deal in 2025. They intend to stay with the Big 12 until 25, which get out. Good Lord, you're not going to stay here till 2025. I know it's all legalese and you can't say this and that, and they're, they're going to work to circumvent. And they won't be with the Big 12 until 2025. But as if, right? Don't pretend like you're going to have this beautiful procession for the next four years. It's going to be a victory lap like, we love you, Lawrence. Think of the memories we had. Ames, Iowa. Whew. How about the battles we've had over the years? All right, we'll see you in the SEC. Go screw yourself. No, get just get out of here. OU in Texas sent SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey their request this Tuesday. I'm recording this on Wednesday, so it was yesterday. And uh, here we go. Kansas needs to move. Kansas needs to be reactionary, like I said. I am already envisioning... Some November games in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm imagining great basketball battles, either in East Lansing against Michigan State or welcoming the Hoosiers of Indiana to Allen Fieldhouse. It's time. Travis Goff needs to be, like I said, proactive after what Texas and Oklahoma have done. And I still believe the Big Ten is the best fit. Kansas is an AAU institution. No, that has nothing to do with basketball, although it kind of fits, right? Some academic nonsense that the Big Ten holds near and dear to their hearts. And you may have seen this online a lot, but, well, Kansas sucks at football. The SEC is going to add Oklahoma and Texas. Like, why would the Big Ten want Kansas and maybe, like, Iowa State? Well, You pea brain. Kansas actually adds a lot to the Big Ten. In money, (laughs) which is what this is all about. And by the way, Iowa State has an unbelievable head coach in Matt Campbell. Probably not going to be there for the rest of his career, but for the time being, that is a team that could dethrone Oklahoma in the Big 12 this year. And Matt Campbell will be coaching if not at a bigger program, maybe the NFL within five years. He's that good and that well-respected in the coaching world. But back to the moolah. In terms of revenue, 
without a humongous football program, Kansas is already in the top 25. And if you look at the listings of Big Ten teams, which I did on Reddit, <laughs> Kansas beats out. Oh, I should have, I forgot to pull it up. I remembered the note right now as I'm talking. Like I said, flow of consciousness today. But they are like right in the middle of Big Ten revenues. Like if you put them into the Big Ten, they're certainly higher than schools like Maryland and Rutgers. You know, no, Ohio State's a behemoth. Michigan's a behemoth. Penn State's humongous. So, yeah, why would the Big Ten want Kansas? Because you're bringing in a university and an institution that people are passionate about and brings eyeballs. That's why. You dumb asses. All right. It's a hot, it's a hot commodity. Don't get it twisted. I know there's no quality football in Lawrence. But that doesn't mean it's not valuable. Anywho, I want to quickly do a little a little requiem, if you will. And I know we're right up against it, but Thursday is the NBA draft, right? Kansas is not going to have a first round draft pick this year. Kind of disappointing. Not great for recruiting, but it's okay. They'll have, you know, I don't know if they're going to have a first-round draft pick next year either. A, a freshman could step up, have an amazing year. Ochai Abaji could go back to school, put it all together. Jalen Wilson could put together a full season. Remy Martin, I think if he got himself a high second round, maybe a low first round, that'd be a success. But really quickly, and I've talked a lot about this guy over the years, but this is, you know, officially the end of his college career. So Marcus Garrett may or may not get drafted, even in the second round. He won't be a first-round draft pick. He will play professional basketball. That doesn't necessarily mean it'll be here in America. I think he's a perfect candidate for like a two-way contract between the, the NBA G League and, of course, the NBA. I do worry about his NBA prospects. It's a broken jumper. You know, hopefully he's been working on it. Hopefully it becomes consistent enough that the thing with NBA defenses and basketball defenses is like you can't cover everything, right? You have to pick and choose your battles. And should he make it to the bigs, Marcus Garrett, will be left wide open in the NBA. So he needs to do enough to keep teams honest. But he's a cerebral player. He's got unbelievably fast hands. I worry about his foot speed. I really do in athleticism. But there's a place for a guy that knows how to play the game. I've loved watching him in Lawrence. He got a raw deal two years ago when we really had the chance to see what Marcus Garrett is all about. The blasphemy for Marcus Garrett last year was ridiculous. Basketball is a game about knowing your role 
and playing it as best as possible. His perfect role was under the radar star, not a first banana, not second fiddle, not even third billing. Devon Dotson, Yudoka Azabuki got the headlines. Ochayabaji, nice third banana two seasons ago. All Marcus Garrett did was become the glue that put the whole roster together. I didn't catch that. Could you be quiet, Siri? You suck. <laughs> that was his role, and he played it perfectly. Last year had to be elevated to be the man, primary ball handler, primary distributor, best defender on the team, and it didn't work. That's okay. I've loved watching him play. The argument is there for best defensive player in Bill Self's tenure. You can debate that amongst yourself. And uh, I, I hope nothing for the best for Marcus Garrett. Don't know if he's that good of a guy. Never spoken to him. He's very stylish. But he's always seemed understated. He's always seemed very popular with his teammates, certainly. Bill Self has loved him. He's played him a ton ever since his freshman year. He made a Final Four his freshman year. He was on the consensus number one team in the nation his junior year. And he leaves a decorated member of the Kansas basketball community. Good luck to Marcus in the draft. Uh, but he's going he's gonna to get paid. He will play professional basketball no matter what country it's in. And, uh, yeah, good luck. Thank you for listening. I'll speak with you next week. Uh, like I said, would very much I should probably get Mike on the show since I'm just using all his material regardless. Um, take care. Stay cool. I will speak to you in August. And as always, Rock Chalk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.